0: Welcome to Native Yoga Toddcast. My name is Todd McLaughlin, and I will be your host. If you would like to learn more about our upcoming live stream yoga classes, workshops, teacher trainings, and or our online yoga studio, please visit us at NativeYogaCenter.com. Thank you. Sit back, relax, and we hope you enjoy this episode. Hello, Kaya. How are you? Hey, good. How are you? I'm doing really good. I'm excited to uh we we've been we've been slowly coordinating this. Um I'm really excited that yeah. you uh we, we made it work.
1: <laughs> yeah, me too.
0: <laughs> we have a pretty big time difference between us. I wanna say it's fourteen hours right now. You're you're in Australia, correct? Yeah. I think it's actually
1: thirteen, but yeah. A sixteen. Yeah, no, you're 30 you're
0: 30. right. It's like seven thirty here at night, so it's got to be what time is it there?
1: Almost ten thirty.
0: All right, you're right. Um, yeah. How does it feel to be upside down down there? Just kidding. Yeah, it's
1: weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're waiting for decorations, and, um, and it's super hot outside. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh man, well, I'm really excited to have you. You know, I feel like, uh, well, I have known you for a long time, but it's been a really long time since we've talked. But I have been following you on social media over the last few years and uh, watching you travel all over the place. And I've really um, just gotten inspired by watching, you know, all the places that you've gone and the things that you've had to say. And uh, a lot of us are... Uh, uh, not traveling very much right now. And I thought maybe we could live vicariously through your adventures here and go cruising with Kaya. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I
1: love that.
0: That's like the whole thing
1: I'm going for. So, yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Jump
0: on board. All right.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. That's cool.
0: <laughs> can you, um, can you uh, give me a little bit of background about what you're up to these days? Are you, You're in Australia. Where, where are you and what, where have you been traveling around Australia?
1: Yeah, so at the moment I'm just around Brisbane with uh, and we, my, me and my partner actually just stopped about a week ago, um, traveling in the van to work and replenish the bank account. Yes. So um, we're just looking for some jobs for the next few months to, uh, yeah, to fuel our next trip across the country because um, for the last four months. We were traveling from the southeast coast all the way up to the almost oh no, the tippy top of the northeast coast of Australia, and um, we went from basically Melbourne down in the south up to um, what is it, the Daintree rainforest and Cape Tribulation in the north. So nice, that was incredible up there.
0: <laughs> um, it's beautiful there, isn't it? Yeah, that's yeah,
1: um- it's amazing.
0: That is really cool. Um, you know, I, I keep hearing in the news about uh in in Australia that they they've done a good job of holding back the spread of, you know, the the COVID. And yeah. is was there I think you had made mention that there was a time point where you're going from one state to the other and there was like a checkpoint and kind of keeping people from moving around. Is that how did that go down?
1: Yeah, so um, it was kind of like a mad dash the first time because we were in Victoria and things were. I think it was the first lockdown that was sort of. It had wrapped up and things were starting to feel normal again, and then the heavy hit, and there was all this talk of closing the borders between Victoria and the South Wales, which is just um, north of Victoria. And um, yeah, me and my partner had just bought our van two weeks beforehand. It was already checked out because we kind of knew, like, we'd have to just get in the car and go. So the night that we heard that the borders were going to be shut um, within the coming week, we packed up all our stuff in the van and left uh, two days later and got into New South Wales pretty easy. There were no checkpoints there. Um, and then as we were cruising around through along the coast of New South Wales, with we family and family. Um, doing some trip for me and then I think about mm, maybe a month had passed and then the news of the Queensland borders, which is the next state after uh. South Wales going north, those are gonna close <laughs> and we are like, oh man, we've just finished like the most important stuff we needed to do in New South Wales to IV. And so we had I had plans planned and to like go on a hike in a few days and all this stuff and we had to call it snow just gotta go hopefully see you up there and we it over the Queensland border but with a lot more difficulty um the first time we tried they turned us around because we didn't come prepared with evidence that we hadn't been in a hot spot for 14 days Mm. we had just literally just booked it to the border we didn't know what to do we just thought we'd be okay yeah um and we hadn't been in a hot spot so then because we were all flustered it was 3am we'd just been driving all night they thought we were lying, so they turned us around, and I was completely devastated. And my partner is like, "Right, we'll figure this out." And so, within five, four or five hours, in the morning, later that morning, he had applied for jobs, um, working like was, uh, in demolition and all that. He applied for jobs, and then he got one, and they sent him a cover letter, which helped. With evidence to go over to gotcha. England, um, because you needed to like prove also that you had a reason to go. So he got that, and then we also pulled up our bank statements showing that we hadn't been in Sydney or any other hotspots. So wow! Wow! We hit the border, <laughs> yeah, and, um, and as soon as we the border, us they were like screaming at us to pull over, and then they start like scolding us things that we tried already, and that like, they don't appreciate people trying to like and you know all this stuff and we're like you've literally done nothing wrong. You have all our evidence and here it is you know we're just really calm and then yeah so then they looked over all our stuff, had us put out some new order passes to cross over and then we got in and it was a huge time release because that's where we really wanted to be and that's also where Queensland is where like COVID had kind of in a way not really touched it Um everything was pretty normal except for there are just a couple like places some some places had, you know, the temperature checks at the store or like limits to how many people are allowed in any, you know, venue or, or shop or whatever. Yeah. Um, so other than that everything felt feels really normal and still here. So Yeah. Yeah. So we're happy to be here. It was a big relief.
0: That's awesome, I hear you yeah it, it definitely yeah. has I, I I spoke with someone recently who said that they were in India when things started to lock down and they got stuck over there for nine months and I had spoke with someone that was also had friends that were traveling in africa and and then kind of had a got locked down and stuck uh there and um mm-hmm. I, I think being in Australia and getting i don't I don't want to say you're stuck there, but but that's a good place yeah. to be stuck. <laughs>
1: yeah. That's what everyone's saying, especially with really all the things going down in the U.S. right now. Um, you know, it's hard to see, you know, my family and friends and all my ones kind of feeling, like, very stagnant and stuck and restricted, but um, but yeah, I mean um, I, I can't complain for myself being over here. It is really, like, the best place to be stuck in um, oh, yeah at least.
0: I hear you.
1: Because even um, Victoria was really bad after we left the, um, uh, my partner's mom and all of our friends down there, it was, um, yeah, it was, it was really tough for them. A lot of restrictions and a lot of, kind yeah. of, like, um, rioting and protests and, like, involving to violence and stuff that's happening, so.
0: Yeah, it's been a it's yeah, been an interesting so. time. It's been such an interesting time, wouldn't you say?
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely. <laughs> time, but I think we'll get through it. We'll
0: I think so we'll too. I agree. I feel yeah. I feel pretty positive about it now. I, I feel you know it's been we've had a little bit of time to digest everything, and I definitely when I look back to how I was feeling in March and how how I'm feeling now, I feel like. It's it's evolving to the sense of that we're just kind of getting used to the ideas of of being restricted, so to speak. Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah,
0: definitely shifting. What yeah. a, I I hear you. I, one, at one point, I had watched um, when you were you were in Guatemala for a little while, correct?
1: Mm-hmm. That was yeah. a, that was
0: a little it while. How, how long think- ago was that? Was that like two years ago? Yeah,
1: it was. Pretty much all of 2018, I moved there in January. I went there to was um, just to travel for a month, fell in love with it, and then went back in March 2018 to live there until December.
0: Wow, that's cool, what, what were you doing there?
1: Yeah. Um, to be honest, um, I was just trying to find my way. Um, my priority was learning Spanish. Um, that was always something I wanted to do to come to in Spanish. Um, so when I went in January and um, he was formal and so um, March, um, I was with him pretty much. And, um, yeah, just being around him and his friends and then the friends that I made and getting to practice Spanish um, helped a lot, could have definitely done better, but it's really hard to learn a second language and be in another country and just have that like discomfort of being essentially like a baby you know like how yeah. babies just go goo goo ga and just laugh <laughs> <laughs> like it's kind of to be comfortable doing that in that other language and as an adult it's really hard to like <laughs> to do that so yeah um i definitely improved my spanish but could have been much better so i hope to go back to a spanish-speaking country in the near future and um yeah practice more
0: I agree with you. But Guatemala was great. That's awesome. I agree yeah. with you. I really want to learn Spanish too. I, I, Before we went to Costa Rica last time, I had studied. I felt like I was putting a serious dent in my studies and, and getting better. And then when I got down there, I felt the same exact thing. It was just like goo goo ga And they're just looking at me like, oh, yeah. man, that's so bad. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, uh, that's which, so... which I know, I, I agree. But I have so much respect for people that are, you know, that grew up, Maybe in Europe that we're exposed to language at a young age and can float between four or five different languages. I've always looked at that in just absolute awe and think, I, I, I wish that I could do that. Or I just want to at least try one other language. And it there has to have something to do with learning it from being young versus you know, like you know later on in life. But I agree with you. I think it's great to try to learn and <laughs> learn other language for sure. That's cool.
1: Yeah, yeah, just opening up that communication with more people than could speak with before is like I'd love to learn as many languages as I can while I'm, you know, living out <laughs> of this way. So um yeah, just being able to connect with more people feels good.
0: So. That's cool. Where yeah. where where's another place that you have traveled to that you fell in love with? That you sounds like Guatemala you wanted to go back and you really enjoyed the culture and the, yeah. the people where else have you been that you had that sort of connection as well or have you had a place like that that you felt same sort of connection
1: yeah yeah I have um two come to mind right away um the first is Hawaii you know that's mm. considered the US it's still a whole the world and it's absolutely magical and beautiful and Ocean, mountains, everything's gorgeous. Um, But grief is was a big one for Uh. me. Um, It came totally like unexpected. Um, I only went there initially because a friend of mine that I was traveling with really wanted to go. It was like on her bucket list um, to go to Santorini and Athens, so that's where we went. And um, she and I parted ways in Athens. She went back home, and I was. So traveling, so um, we had been to San Diego before So when I was trying to figure out where to go to spend my birthday, which is coming up in a couple weeks, I decided to go back to San and I ended up staying there for three months and nice. doing a work away situation, which is like um, basically you work and you work in exchange for accommodation and food. So you live for free and nice. Work
0: what what type of work are yeah. you doing? What type of work? What uh, like what? If is it when it's, I, I had a chance to do something similar in an organization called Woofing W W O O F, which is yeah. willing workers on mm-hmm. organic farms, and um, you know, mm-hmm. they give you a book. Like um, it, you have a country, you you go in there mm-hmm. and find a farm, and you go and work on the farm and exchange for uh, room and board. Uh, what type of work yeah. and this workaway program that you were in? Did were you able to partake in?
1: So I actually went to work Like I had an attention on my and I'd been looking for stuff. But then when I was on entering I kept going back to this um, vegetarian, um, like kind of Latin inspired or yeah, um, restaurant. And I was I fell with the food and the people there were really nice. And so I just happened to ask them if they had any kind of like work exchange positions and mm. they're like, Oh yeah, we actually have a post on work away. Um but you might not even need to do that because we have a guy who's leaving um in a week so you know nice. you can take his place if you want and nice. it's like sweet. So um so yeah, so I worked at the restaurant and then also the hotel that they had behind the restaurant, which um they were like they went hand in hand. So I would. um couples cleaning the hotel rooms and then also most of the time i would cut fruit for the um the bar and restaurant so i would just sit out back with the knife and the cutting board and all the mangoes and pineapples and limes and just chop away for four or five hours a day um early in the morning and then the rest of the day i have free to go i don't jump in the ocean right after because it was like on the beach the restaurant is amazing so amazing um
0: that's awesome and Kaya.
1: Yeah. You
0: know. Is isn't that a, so It's the gr- greatest way to travel when you do something like you like you said a work away or doing the woofing because you get immersed into the culture and and have a chance to really get That's to know right. the people and then the way you're working they say let me go take you and meet my friends and they let's go show I want to show you my favorite mm-hmm. places versus it seems like when mm-hmm. hotel traveling you know you just kind of arrive and you land in a place and you know, you don't get to really interact so yeah. much with the local people, so that's cool that you've, yeah. you've gotten onto that.
1: Yeah, totally. I, I defended a, a lot of Greeks, and they're, like, the funniest people And <laughs> it was, Yeah, it was a really good one.
0: That's like, I awesome. See pretty
1: much all of the island of Santorini, which when we initially went, me and my, my girlfriend went um, for that one week beforehand, um, we just went to, like, you know, to Maybe three spots on the island, like typical tourist spots, and, and less, you know. But this time, second time around, I got to really explore all the nooks and crannies and found spots that were even better than the touristy spots that you know people go say watch sunset from. Yeah, and actually the sunset from Piero said that's very like this peak on the island. That to me, that was the best sunset. Nice the whole island. And, yeah. So you know, just learn all
0: that's cool. How are you? Yeah. How are you adjusting to? Um, I I remember when I when I was in Australia. Every time I met someone, and I'd, as soon as I started talking, right away they're like, "You're from America, you know?" Or where are you from? <laughs> <laughs> um, <Yep.
1: laughs>
0: h- h- what kind of reception are you receiving from everyone that you're meeting? Um, it's been good. It's
1: um, it hasn't been. You know, much now that I've been here for a little over a year. I've kind of gotten used to, I guess, sounding different and definitely looking different. Um, there weren't many um, people with my complexion and hair texture. So, <laughs> um, yeah. So, it's, uh, it's, it's cool. I mean, yeah, the accent for me, on the other hand, being like American and getting used to the Australian um, way of life. Yeah. That's been a bit of a challenge. It's, mm. it's pretty similar to the US in a lot of ways. It's a just little things in you know, the way that so how do I explain it? Just just the language. Just the language is, um it can get pretty confusing, especially because my partner is Australian, so we have a lot of lost and translation moments <laughs> too. Yeah. Um but um but I think the biggest thing that, uh, like everyone wants to know when they find that on American is, what do I think about <laughs> Like, I just don't want to talk about it. i not talk about it. So, um, so yeah, that's the only thing that's kind of gotten annoying is that, you know, I'm continuously asked the same question. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. And it's just not a topic I like to get into, so, with people. So, um, so yeah, I've learned to kind of gracefully brush it off. <laughs> But other than that, everyone's, like, really warm and welcoming. And, yeah, I feel like I'm slowly but surely becoming Australian. Really. <laughs> <laughs> That's a <laughs> <So> weird feeling.
0: <laughs> I hear you. That's classic. Um, you know, I
1: yeah.
0: I feel like you've obviously been bitten by the travel bug. And I feel like once you get bitten by the travel bug, it's, it's um, something that you – It becomes, you know, you've obviously gotten passionate about it and you've really kind of got out there. I think there's a lot of people that are nervous to travel, like just like obviously if we take maybe what the current situation is, maybe that adds a whole nother dynamic. But normally sometimes people might be nervous about like going out of the comfort zone and going to different countries and really um, interacting and, and trying to mer- merge or blend in with different cultures and, and be, you know, receptive and open and to, to the differences and the similarities. And um, if you had to give advice to somebody who is nervous about traveling, what, what could you say or what would you recommend?
1: Um, well, honestly, my experience of travel traveling domestically within the United States and internationally to Several different countries. I think in the, around 28, 29 countries have been to. Um, people have, 99% of people are interested in getting to know you. They want to help you if you're lost or, mm. you know, having trouble even with languages. You know, body language mm. goes a long way, kind of universal in a lot of places. Um, and yeah, most people are good people. Um, there have been a lot of times that I've been questioned about, you know, why I travel alone as a woman and also as a, a woman of color and if I'm scared or, you know, all, and all these things. And honestly, like, I, I haven't, I've, I haven't faced any um, trouble being an American woman of color um, in any of the countries outside of the United States. Nice. Like, yeah. Yeah. I, I love meeting people. That's been like my favorite part about traveling and I think that's the, the biggest reason why I keep doing it because you can only see so many churches, so many beaches, so many, you know, mountain views and, <laughs> you know, it's like they're all beautiful in their own way and it's incredible to see the, you know, diversity around, like, landscapes around the world. But yes. It's the people that really do it for me and, yeah, I just I just love getting to have that connection and learning about them and them wanting to learn
0: about me and yeah it just feel really good that's so, awesome that's awesome kaya I, I can yeah. I, yeah I can hear it in your voice yeah. i think um <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I mean, that's i guess why i was really excited to chat with you because i i i love that element too and i i um feel like it's a really Im- i i know it's a privilege you know i f- i feel like yeah. to be able to travel is a privilege and at the same time. You, if you, you have to really want to do it too, though. So it's not yeah. just about being privileged, because, um, you know, you're you're purposefully taking a step outside of your your comfort zone to do something that not everybody does. So I, I think that there there is it takes being bold as well. You know, it does take some guts, like yeah. that first time you go into that country <laughs> and you feel really like fish out of water. And so it sounds. Yeah. You said you've been in twenty nine different countries.
1: Yeah, that's um, awesome.
0: That's a amazing.
1: Lot of them, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, a lot of them are around Western Europe because that was my first big trip, and um, that's honestly like a very easy first time traveler backpacker destination. Yeah, um, cause it's easy to move around, but um, but yeah, um, I haven't touched the continent of Africa yet, which I would love to. See. That's like a huge dream. Um, and I'll get there when it's time. And, um, South America, another huge. Oh, yeah. So hoping to get to those two in the future, but yeah, everywhere else, um, up until now. Um, like, yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. It's definitely, it can be intimidating and scary to go somewhere where you may not speak the language or you might look different. But yeah, like I said, people are most of the time willing and happy to help. And yeah.
0: Don't don't, you, don't you, I think that doesn't it I heard this great story once um, analogy where um, someone said they just picked they just picked some random country and they said this these two people get on a train and um, they're both going to the same town and they one of the one of the person gets up and sits down next to this older woman and asks her you know I'm getting ready to go to this city where we're headed um what is it like and she asks him you know what well what what was your experience like in that that other town and he goes it was horrible you know I found people are just really rude and and I just had a a, just a really bad time I'm hoping this next place is a little nicer and she's like you know, this next place is, is, is pretty rough. You know, I don't, I don't know if you're going to like it. And then, you know, the next person comes up and says, I'm, I'm going to this town and, and uh, what's it like? And she's like, well, where, what do you think the last place was like? And he said it was amazing and the people are incredible. And she's like, well, you're going to love this place where you're going, the people are amazing and the people are incredible. And it, it Mm -hmm. kind of got me to see that how you carry yourself and you think was really going to dictate what the, yeah. how you're going to react with people and interact. And if you have that vivaciousness and excitement to interact with people and you're mm-hmm. open, then it's almost impossible for people not to be excited to see you, you know, like, or, yeah. So I don't know. That's yeah, one thing I love definitely. about travel too. That's cool. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh, I love that story.
0: <laughs> right. It kind of makes <laughs> it's sense. It's so true. Kind of, you know how, yeah, yeah. Totally. I hear you. Um, so, What, I'm going to go a little John Lennon on you here. Um,
1: Yeah, go for it. (laughs) You know, like
0: kind of from the dreamer perspective, um, what, imagine if there was no borders. Like Mm -hmm. could could that exist? Like would you want that? Would you want that or do you think it's important to have a passport and a and again, I, I'm going totally dreamer honest right now. I know most people would probably think that yeah. is a crazy idea. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, of course, there has to be borders. Of course, we have to protect. Of course, we have to maintain. Of course, we have to do all these things. Yeah. But when that, I, I just think a, I, I tend to lean toward, I think it could be amazing if the globe was an open yeah. movement place where you could go from here to there but maybe I'm just dreaming. Yeah, I mean, I, what, what do
1: you think? <laughs> no, I've definitely thought definitely about it. I and mean, it is, you know, it does seem like it, it's a far-fetched dream, but I've, I've thought about it, so call me the same with you. Because <laughs> um, I guess, like, you think of places where it's pretty easy to move across borders, like, even just within a country, you know, like, living yeah. state to state and all this stuff, and, and people are fine, and they still kind of, you know, keep their... Sense of identity and culture and stuff like the U.S. is huge, right? But yep. the culture in the South is very different from the culture in the Northeast and yep. the West Coast and yep. all of that. So, like, I think you know, some people m- might say, like, oh, then we're gonna lose all the, you know the richness of these, these cultures and stuff just by letting anyone and everyone into mm-hmm. everywhere. Mm. And I don't, I don't think that would be the case. It, you know, if it came about kind of slowly, mm-hmm. I think that would be better because if it's just all of a sudden sprung upon all, like the whole world, I think everyone would go crazy trying to get here and there where they think, you know, <laughs> this is a better country, I gotta go there, but then in reality, it's not really that much better of a country. <laughs> you know, like, it's like, that, I, I think it would just have to happen gradually, but I think it's totally possible, and I think it would be a beautiful thing and just take away a lot of the struggles that we face as, you know, yeah. yeah. now. Yeah. So Yeah. yeah. I hear. Yeah.
0: I hear. Okay. Yeah. I, I hear. Ya. I. I um. I know. It. Have you? Have you had that? Grass is greener. Realization where you're. I like the fact that you touched upon after you've seen enough cliffs, mountains, oceans, waterfalls, sunrises, sunset. You know, you kind of see that mm-hmm. the whole world is really unique and beautiful yeah. and amazing, yeah. but that it has that similar element. Like, but I, I definitely remember feeling mm-hmm. when I first started embarking on traveling. I was like, I know it's going to be way better somewhere somewhere else. You know, like I, mm-hmm. I, like, I got to get out of <laughs> here because it's got to be better mm-hmm. somewhere. It, have you? What? How do you reconcile that and or? You know, do you, does it do you, do, you, do, you, do you think <laughs> about that much?
1: <laughs> yeah, I think about it all the time because um, once I started, once I decided to travel like full time um, after my first big Europe trip, I just saved up to go off um, like for as long as I could after that. And from then, that was 2015, that I started to go full time um, till now, 2020. So five years of doing this. Um, I've realized that it really doesn't matter where you go. Your problems will never leave you unless you <laughs> sit and work on them. Doesn't matter where you are. Yeah. Your outlook on places—it's going to be—it's all going to be the same once that initial like um, once that initial oh, i of looking for novelty wears off. You know, yeah, yeah. Like, you get to Portugal and you see these amazing cliffs and the ocean, and you know these. European cities and the summer is amazing and um but then you get used to it once you're there you get used to it and then you also yeah. realize everyone else who's living there like they're just normal the people living their day-to-day life they're going to work they have their families they're going to school doing all this stuff and yeah if you're if you're not just country hopping you know like or city hopping or whatever um you know a day here a day here a day here the novelty really wears off and, and you just yeah, you realize that we're all we're all the same at the core of like being humans, trying to make a living and find happiness and joy, and you know, have families and careers and all this stuff going on. You know, um, so yeah, it's great to go take a vacation and spend it on a beach, somewhere more tropical, if you're used to living in a cold city and all of that. You know, it's great, but. Um, yeah, once you do it enough, you realize it's
0: like, yeah, I don't know. I hear you. Yeah. <laughs> you I, know, you know what i yeah. I do, I do. I, um, do you have a favorite travel writer?
1: Oh, good question. Um,
0: have you kind of explored that genre of, cause that, that's one of my, I love that genre, like, you know, um, yeah. Um,
1: I started to get into it when I was um, kind of stuck um, at home, working and saving up. I I picked up a book. I can't remember what it was called, but it had um, it had a bunch of different short stories from different Mm -hmm. women um, who traveled to different countries and had all these different experiences. Um, Yeah, but I can't remember the title or the author. That's okay.
0: No, no, that's Um, cool. A total random uh, question. I didn't. I didn't prep you with any of these questions, so.
1: No, all good. All good. Um, blogs are actually kind of a big thing, um, that at least I've gotten into. Um, I haven't read any in a while because it's just been like on the go traveling, um, in Australia. But, um, when I was first initially, uh, looking into traveling and planning that Europe trip in 2014, I picked up, uh, a book by a Nomadic Matt. So that's his, um, handle nice. on social media, but yeah. um, it's named Matt Kepnes, and the book was called How to Travel the World on Fifteen Dollars a Day, nice. and um, that was a really useful in terms of travel and travel writing. And he also has a blog that I get the newsletters for and stuff. Um, but yeah, board was included. You can, you know, obviously access them easily online, and um, and you can find like. So many different people. Like, if you're worried about being a woman traveling alone, you can find a blog by so a solo female traveler or, you know, a person of color. You can find a blog by, you know, a male or female, you know, traveler who's, you know, black or Hispanic or, you know, any kind of, if you're worried about going to certain country and you're worried you might, you know, be stand out or discriminated against or anything, you know. So it's nice to have those um, blogs to use as. You
0: know, that's cool I, I hear you like would you would yeah. you contemplate write, <laughs> would you contemplate writing your own travel
1: book yeah I have like, I have to like figure out what my I guess my my thing is my niche my, <laughs> like yeah. what I really want to talk about cause. I hear you
0: <laughs> I hear you yeah. I know it, so, it sounds so much easier than the actuality of it
1: yeah yeah, because I do have so much to share and so things to say. Um, I guess I've kind of, I've considered maybe the idea of um, like traveling and, you know, falling in love abroad because that's something, mm. you know, that I think a lot of people fantasize about and have these, like, you know, like, oh, I want to go to Paris and, meet you know, a man and all these things or women and, you know, all these fantasies out And that's what I've like done, like I've had, you know, I've dated a couple people in a couple different countries and kind of had that experience. So I feel like that would
0: be fun. That's cool, Kaya, That's a good yeah, idea.
1: About, about. So, yeah. Awesome.
0: What? Yeah. What, what is the best way? If um, what are the main uh, social media and or blog and or website if people want to follow you and see what you're up to? Where Where would you direct us?
1: Yeah, um, so I'm pretty much just like Instagram and my pages on Instagram also connected to Facebook pages, so I'll be the same for both Instagram and Facebook, and, um, at Cruising with Kaya is my own personal travel-based Instagram and, um, Facebook page, and then in terms of van life around Australia, um, my partner and I made it. an account together to share our adventure. And that's um, at JK underscore Roll, R O L L underscore Ing, Randy. So it spells out JK Rolling. Nice. <laughs> like the author of Harry Potter. Nice. So um, his name is Josh, my name is Kaya, so we're JK. So yeah, here's the handle
0: that's cool uh, to make it easier for people to find i'll put those in the show notes so if they can just kind of click it it'll it'll link to them or to you guys and that makes it really easy that's awesome kaya well i appreciate you taking time to chat with me and uh uh i'm i'm really excited to get a chance to reconnect with you as well so i i'm thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule and and I look forward to continuing to follow you guys. It looks like you're having an, a really cool and amazing experience. So I, I'm really happy for you, and um, hopefully yeah. we can we can do this again sometime and stay stay in touch and and uh, get to yeah. travel vicariously through your adventures.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, please do. I'll try to keep traveling. You can keep traveling with me. I, I love it. So I don't need anything. Yeah, doin' but. Don't stop, yeah, don't really stop, fun.
0: get another 10 yeah. years, get another 10 <laughs> yeah. years in at least.
1: <laughs> yeah, definitely. If anything, I'll have a home base and just keep going out of there. So <laughs> I'll be, I'll be cruising as long as I can.
0: <laughs> That's awesome.
1: Uh, thanks for having me.
0: Thanks. It was really fun. Thanks, Kyle. Stay in touch. Thanks again. We'll, we'll catch up.
1: Cool. Sounds good.
0: All right. Take care. Bye. Mm. Bye. Thanks again for listening to this episode. It is a pleasure to have this opportunity. Thank you so much. Again, we appreciate your support. If you'd like to make a donation, you can find us on Venmo at Native Yoga Center. And remember, we have yoga classes via live stream and studio that you can access at NativeYogaCenter.com. Have a great day and until next time.